Welcome back to another episode of On the Bench with Beats, where our mullets are long and our hockey sticks are even longer. <laughs> I did not realize I was going to be part of this kind of show. Oh, baby, this is this this is this is hockey podcast after dark. Uh, I am your host Cody Beekman, and with me, as always, is Ross Moormeyer. What's up, guys? And Bryce McMillan. Hey, what's up? Hello. Today we are so fucking lucky, guys. We are actually recording live out of easily one of the best hockey bars in Denver, Soba 151. We have the owner, Philip Thomas, here with us to talk about... man, the myth, the legend. Talk a little booze, talk a little food, talk a little hockey. Philip, thank you so much for coming on. Make something of yourself. Say hello to everybody. No problem. Thank you for uh, having me. No, we're, we're so excited. Like this is this has been a, on a, a high priority list. So today we're gonna get into just how you uh, how you came came over like from Czech with your mom, with your parents, and uh, built this beautiful fucking hockey bar. But first, the NHL season is on our doorstep, fellas. Yeah. And before we get to that, I just want to just mention real quickly here: like, if you have not been to Suburb 151 in Denver, Colorado, or South Broadway. Make it out here. I mean, this guy has brought his heritage to Denver, Colorado, so everyone can enjoy it. Great food, great fun, great beer, lots of great players, and a great aesthetic for hockey fans. So just make sure if you ever get out here to Denver, Colorado, check it out. And if you're already in Denver, Colorado, and you haven't been here, I, I feel sorry for you, son. Anyways, so we've got a new NHL season on our doorstep. Before we get into it, before we get into Dave Zamboni's picks, I want to hear from you boys about what you're most excited for this season to start. Philip, kick us off. What are you excited for, and what are you looking forward to this season? Uh, wow. Uh, well, obviously, I expect a lot, you know, as do most uh, Avs fans. Uh, you got to build on what we have. I mean, you, you, we've been falling short. But the falling short, I feel like, has been due to injuries, bad calls, uh, weird circumstances. Um, but we've, we've had a team to win the cup for the last, minimally, the last three years. The last three years, we should have won the cup. Oh, hands down. Uh, uh, you, know, Rant, you know, between Rantanen, McKinnon, Landeskog, Gerard, uh, McCart- we, we we've got everything. We've got everything. We've had the goaltending. We've had everything. Uh, but it has been these unfortunate circumstances, injuries to the goaltender, uh, weird calls. You know, I I I always go back to the Lana's cog uh, being off sides, which I think was bullshit. And then a minute later, McKinnon not getting a call for. It should have been an interference or whatever it was. He's in the middle of the ice. That you have these game changers that have been happening in the last three, four years, where it just impedes us from getting the cup. Yeah. We have the talent. We have all the stars. We have we have the group. But it's these stupid little things. But it, I mean that is part of sports. But it 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 is definitely that fucked up word of snake bitten or whatever you want to call yeah. it you know bad mojo or whatever but uh or pick know. and choose basically i yeah. hate using that kind of like aesthetic yeah. upon it yeah. but yeah. but we i i feel like we had a better team than no discredit to tampa they've they've, they've got talent but i think they bought it you know they, they they spent too much money on it but i think we could have beat them we we you know we 
had it not been for these stupid little things, Kadri getting Kadri getting uh, penalized more than uh, that douchebag from uh, the, uh, uh, Ryan Reeves. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's you know you know it, it's it's just another one of those little things that just keeps keeping us away. It was sad to see because Kadri's so clutch. He's so clutch and need him. And it, it was kind of sad. Yeah, I mean, in the day, though, I mean, it was his third violation. But, I mean, other than other than that, dude, I think Kadri's so clutch. And it's sad to not see him there. We need him the most. I totally agree with that. I, so. I, I would have been fine with, like, a one game, two games, Three whatever. Game, but maybe, yeah. But, top. you know, to, to get Eight less games? than Reeves, to get less than Reeves, come on. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is that you always hate to see, like, the referees dictating a game with their calls. Yeah, and it seems to happen way too much with the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, yeah, that that that's been between injuries and bad calls. That's what's been keeping us out of the cup. That's what I feel. That's yeah. You know, oh, for sure. So, what are you most? Ex- what are you? Uh, what are you most excited for this year to actually see? Maybe like a change, or maybe just a little different. Let's talk about the whole entire league in a broad sort of sense. Yeah. The league. Yeah. In, in, in a broad this year. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know. You know, uh, being a hockey bar, I'm just uh, after having like basically a year or it kind of feels like two years of like this weird downtime and uh, whatnot. Uh, I'm just hoping for some like normalcy in my day to day, I guess. Uh, But as far as uh, the NHL and whatnot, I just want to see some good games. I want to see some good competitiveness. uh, And now that we're uh, back to the normal kind of like spread of uh, instead of interdivisional, and then see what happens. Eighty-two game know, season finally. Yeah, you know, yeah. Well, and seeing the East Coast teams and seeing other players, other teams, rather than that. I, I, I do, I do, I do give NHL a lot of credit for what they did during the shutdown of, you know, trying to minimize travel, minimize yeah. exposure. I thought they did a great job with that, but it got really fucking boring seeing the same players against you know the same teams and stuff well not like really boring it's always fun to watch hockey I mean, it, period it's hockey. but <laughs> you know you miss those hey let's see Ovechkin once a year let's see you know you know uh, Pittsburgh Bruins whoever once a year and it also made the uh, the level of play kind of weird yeah well and those are also Philippe those make or break kind of games too yeah what do you got, Bryce? What are you most excited for? Uh, I'm more broad. I'm looking for breakout players. I want to see some of these rookies you've seen in the last two years. We have a breakout kind of year. And so I have a list of some players. I kind of want to get you guys' opinion on these guys and kind of, you know, where you think they should be. Is that cool? Yeah, for sure. Right, so for, how about Sam Bennett? Center left wing Florida. Honestly, uh, yeah, I think he the guy's on fire. Honestly, uh, him getting traded to Florida was the best thing that, that ever happened to him. And I'm excited for him to have an actual season in Florida for sure. So that's a good one. I'd have to agree with Cody on that. With That that was a huge ups to his career to go down to Florida because it actually gives him a chance to play. And actually gets him a chance to like show his worth to a team and what he possesses. Gives them a lot more purpose. Oh, yeah, exactly. Also, at the same time, I really feel like Calgary Flames were exactly his style of play. 
to be honest. I, I, I really feel like, you know, he's more of a, you know, really a kind of guy who's made to be in the corners. And, like, his center-left wing, he's down and, get, down and gritty. But keeping him really at the top of the point during breakouts didn't affect him very well, I don't think. I think, I think Florida plays the same kind of game. You know, you don't get a lot of, you don't give a lot of shrift to Florida in any sort of way. But, I mean, they, they went and got out Patrick Hornfist the year before that. Now, now you put a Sam Bennett next to a Hornfist. It's, I mean, that's perfect. That's a, that's a match made in heaven. Well, and then you got Joe Quinville in uh, backing them as a head coach as well. I mean, that guy doesn't have a, you know, a bad pedigree that you can't balk at. Honestly, like you got players like Hornquist and all that that are under that Florida Panthers line, and even uh, Barkov. Like, I mean, God, those guys are going to shine underneath uh, coaching with uh, Joe Quinville well, doing his they coaching. Don't, they don't play flashy hockey. They get, they play hockey that gets shit done. No, they play the nitty-gritty shit, dude. Yeah. All right. What about uh, the goalie position? We have uh, Ilya Samsonov, uh, the Washington Capitals. Oh, Samsonov. Um, you know, he didn't have a good outing last year, but, I mean, there's always time for that kid. I mean, the goalie position is so hard to play when you're young. You know, I think a better defensive core around him now is going to be a big difference. That's where I'm getting at here, for sure. Yeah. What about you, Philip? I have no opinion. <laughs> <laughs> you guys follow hockey way more than I do. Well, next uh, on the list, though, how about this one? Yeah, Alex, Alex Newhook. People always assume that I know so much about hockey because my bar is hockey-centric. In all honesty, a lot of times... Uh, You're just like, fuck it, I plead the fifth. <laughs> yeah. Well, a, lot of, a lot of times I get uh, friends and customers and whatnot telling me stuff, and then I regurgitate it, basically, to someone else, and they're like, oh, my God, you know so much. And I'm like, uh, yeah, sure. Sure. Uh, sure. Yeah, sure. I'll take it. Yeah. That, that, yeah, that, that guy that told me this. So thank this person. <laughs> thank that person, I, but no. I mean, I... You know, for for owning a hockey bar, I think I was the, probably the last person to know that uh, we got rid of Grubauer and got uh, Comfort. Oh, no. oh whoa, yeah. Whoa, yeah. That, uh, oh my goodness! Yeah, no, I'm, I I have other shit going on. You know, hockey is not my. I mean, I love it, and I love my abs, but I follow the abs, and I love my abs. As far as the rest of the league, eh, whatever, you know, I, I, I see some is. trades, I see this and that happening, I see, you know, talent coming up, you know, you're, you're talking about, like, way deeper stuff than I know. Uh, okay, let me keep, let, let's keep this, you know, a little more Avalanche-centric here. What about Alex Newhook? How do you feel about Alex Newhook this year? I think it might be a breaking year for him. Again, sure. you know more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come it's, on, guys. I, All right. Number one, I, I will say I recognize the name. I think the name is awesome. Newhook, come on. That's a fucking pretty awesome name. But I did. I do remember I, uh, he did have a couple good games uh, last year. Um I don't know where he fits in the scheme of things. I honestly have not looked at all the talent that we're bringing in. I feel like we're heavy. Like, we, we have so much talent, and it's uh, part of me makes me go, uh, where does everyone fit? You know, like last year we were uh, minus uh, EJ, uh, Eric Johnson, uh, and, it, and it worked. And we were also minus uh, McCarr here and there. Uh, we were minus, well, we were minus so many players back and forth. 
you know, once someone got back, someone else got injured. There were a lot of back and forth injuries, and we still won the President's Cup. You know, and and honestly, I remember last year, all right, all right, not six months ago, 18 months ago during that COVID summer, just sitting out in the back patio talking about Eric Johnson going, my thought was, and I'm not a genius on this shit, but I was like, mm, maybe it's time to let EJ go somewhere. Not saying that he's a bad player, not saying that we don't need him, but sometimes the injuries and whatnot, and, there's, and it's not specific to the team or the, the therapists and the people that help out the players, but sometimes it's just a change of scenery. You know, just, you know, let him go, let him maybe prosper somewhere else. Uh, you know, there, there, there's no, and, and I'm not, I'm not doubting EJ, I'm not doubting his, his abilities, but year after year it's a constant, you know, uh, and, and, and I, mean, I mean, we had this, all right, here's the only way I can kind of equate it is when we had, uh, uh, what's his name? The goaltender that had the heel injury, uh, but he played awesome for us. Oh, oh Voilama? No, uh, before him. Oh, uh, Anderson? Before him. Uh, no, Anderson was one of our products. Abisher? What? Abisher? No, he had a, like a French name. Uh, came from... Oh, Sauvé? Uh, Philippe Sauvé? No, he started for us like two years. Francouz? No? Because we're going back, right? Yeah, so. Shit. I don't know, but he had he, he was he was kind of snake bitten where he was playing, and then he came here and he had like two good seasons. Like we didn't do great. Like we obviously we didn't win a cup or anything, but but he played solid goaltending. Was he talking about Budai or like Jose Theodore or something like Theodore, that? Theodore, Theodore, yes, yeah. Theodore, because he came from Montreal, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 yeah You're but, right. But he was snake bitten there with injuries. Uh, exactly. But then he came here and he played like two, three solid seasons. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying. There's no rhyme or reason to this, but sometimes just a change of scenery for some reason. There's no, like I said, no rhyme or reason to it, but sometimes change the scenery. And if we could get something for EJ, I, I thought last year or the year before would have been the right time. Now, hopefully, I'm, I, hopefully I get proven wrong this year and EJ has a fucking great season. I'm yeah, at, for sure. I'm at where you're at. I hope also uh, another Johnson that's going to prove his worth is Jack Johnson that we just got picked up. Oh, from, uh, did, from and he, play, he played at Columbus, right? Exactly. Yeah. I met his sister-in-law. Super nice guy from what I hear. Yeah. Like, whole family. Yeah. Like, his sister-in-law came in here, and she was like, my, my brother-in-law plays for Columbus. I'm like, eh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> jokingly, jokingly, I said, go fuck yourself. And I was like, oh, what's his name? And she was like, Jack Johnson. I'm like, like the singer? <laughs> and she's like, no, yeah, obviously. And Because uh, back then, Jack Johnson, if you guys don't remember that. Oh, yeah, the music shows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, I, but I had to make kind of a little light of it at the time. Uh, but that the singer, yes. The hockey player, uh, well, let's see. I, from, but, but I remember back then. Because that was like six years ago, I think, when I met his uh, sister or sister-in-law, whatever it was. Uh, he was playing really good hockey, like a solid defenseman. Just, you know, not not crazy. No, well, as a de defenseman, normally you don't have numbers per se. You know, it's 
But uh, I, I remember him being just a, a lockdown good defenseman. Um, kind of like the less you hear his name, the better, basically, for a defenseman like totally. that. That's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But he, he's going to be more like a Eric Johnson, right? Like more of the bigger body. More stay-at-home, kind of yeah. like yeah. just solid, yeah. solid kind of yeah. force. Obviously, you know, if you guys don't know, I'm friends with Gerard, but he's a different type of defenseman. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with McCarr and uh, uh, Bowman. Yeah, but yeah, but like they're they're all just they're they're quick puck moving defensemen, and uh, I think going out and getting Jack Johnson, a stay at home force like that is yeah. really gonna yeah, even to out the a, defense. To have sure. a solid big body. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. We're, again, remind everybody that we are right here at Sobos 151, South Broadway, just to give everyone just a reminder here. But we're on the topic of most improved players or breakout players. I'm going to end this segment just by talking about a few names, and you want to pick one name and just talk about the player, okay? So I have three, I have three players here. So I have, you know, Thatcher, Demko. I have Linus Yomark, Kirby Datch, Ty Smith, and Tim Stutzel. Who should we talk about? Who do you think has had the most breakout year on this one? Timothy Stutzel? Yep, Tim Stutzel, yeah. I think Stutzel's, dude. Um, I'm going to make it quick. Uh, Tim Stutzler, great German player. Great German player, got a lot of upside. Oh, yeah. I mean, he is on the upside of, like, uh, what is it, uh, kind of one of those Dennis Seidenberg players, except he's on the opposite side. Um, or he's. He could be an easy, easily be a Leon dry side as oh, long as oh, yeah. as long as his development keeps going. Oh, a hundred percent. I'm a Stutzel too. I'm a Stutzel too. Just so, to see yeah. him come in to a hurting franchise and just do what he's done, and just to bring up the Senators for what they are. I mean, hats off to the kid. I mean, even that with you got your Stutzels, you got your Chabots, all that. But yeah. Uh, he's going to be a huge help. He's be a good young team. Oh, yeah. A huge help instead of a hurt to that team, for sure. For sure. All right, quickly, Ross, before we go into Dave Zamboni's, what are you most excited for? Oh, God. I'm most excited, actually, to see how the Kraken's going to do, honestly, uh, and to see how our team's going to do with uh, Colorado. Um once again, I always like my teams and how they do, but I always like to see a new team brought into the league and just kind of see what their worth of weight is, you know, what they can toss around in the NHL and everything like that and how their picks went for them. So, If I can – I know you guys were talking about players that are going to have a breakout or whatever. Do you guys know Thomas Hurdle? Oh, yeah, Thomas Hurdle. Yeah, Thomas Hurdle, yeah. Thomas Hurdle. yeah. Four goals in his first I, I, game. I, I have to throw out. <laughs> I obviously have to talk about Czech players. Here he is, here he is. Oh, They're, really? Yeah. You have to talk about Czech players? Oh, uh, no. You know, well, I would talk about Italian players, but there's no Italian players. Or Celtic players. Oh, right. But, <laughs> yeah, so Czech players. So Thomas Ertl was, like, he came out, like, the way, to me, as an Avs fan, like, uh, uh, Svatos and uh, uh, shit. Now I'm forgetting his name. Number 17. Uh, uh, Radim Bravada. Yeah, Bravada. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, he and, came and, out. And that's kind of fucked up because I was I I, I met all of those guys. I, well, and he came yeah. out like a flash in the pan, yeah. dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> so any expectations on him like becoming like solid? Although I think I, I guess he's. 
he's I, I have not checked his numbers, but I assume he's solid. But he came out like so hot. I mean, I guess when you get four goals in one game. Oh yeah. You know, he's still uh, yeah. a mainstay. Yeah. He's one of those players that you were talking about who needs a new uh, new new team. Needs a, needs a new spot to to really get out there. I mean, he, I, his last five years with uh, with San Jose. Um, like just like his first season, amazing. Second season, you know, sophomore slump. But ever since then, his numbers have not been that good, and I just don't think San Jose has the players to surround him. Yeah, yeah, that's fair to say. Yeah. I think he'd look good in uh, some burgundy and blue, though. I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> <laughs> All the more Czech players. I mean, well, I mean, to be honest, we have. This is. Well, the last few years, it's the when I first opened up, we had a number of Czech players. Oh yeah. And then we had Hayda come in. Uh, now we're 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 down in Francis, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. I think I think we have a backup goalie. I think Miska. I think he's. No, Miska is uh, American. Yeah. Oh, he's Miska. But uh, yeah. isn't he background of Czech? I would I would assume. I mean, just just yeah, the name. Just the name. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure about. Uh, uh, all right, you guys can't see it, but we're 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 finger motioning to a friend of ours to bring us a bunch <laughs> of beers we're, and we're, shots. We're finger banging him basically. Uh, yeah, he I'm gets kidding. up from the, he gets up from <laughs> the table, and all of us are just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, At least he's a Bears fan, is he? And he's actually doing that though. Yeah, <laughs> he's a Bears fan. And he's also Blackhawks fan. You know, he, <laughs> if, if you gave him the microphone, he'd have a lot of to chat about. <laughs> but I always, but I always tell him, shut the fuck up. You've had three cups in the last. Well, granted, it's been a moment. But <laughs> hey, you, you, they had a good run. They had a great run. I, I mean, you can't bitch about three cups in what? What did they do it in? Six years. Yeah. 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 Six years at the most. Yeah. Uh, now that you suck, whatever. Well, yeah. even my cousin Take lives it. up Take in it. like outside of yeah. Chicago, and yeah. he he has the a different aspect where it's like, oh yeah, we're on our third one. Uh, uh, it's like you, you, you That's son, It's yeah. like oh my god, you're winning one of the most storied like trophies in all of sports, and you're just like, uh, you know what? This is our third time winning it. All right, and I think I'm going to close this one off real quick. I, I think i got to go with Phillip. Uh, I mean, just having some sort of normalcy in the league, being able to see an 82-game schedule, seeing everybody from, from the East, yeah. and, you know, seeing everybody uh, So seeing everybody in, in, the, uh, in the league is the most special part about watching an 82-game season is that you get to see everybody. And they, they made it, they just recently made it that way to where you play every single right. team. And on that note, what I'm also happy about is uh, Voracek, uh, he's playing in, what, Columbus now? Yep, Columbus. Yeah. Yep. Which I, I'm i still trying to wrap my head around that. He went uh, back to Columbus, didn't uh, he? What's that? He's gone back to Columbus, yeah, he was, basically. He was yeah. drafted in that, Columbus. They, oh, but he made his name in Philly. Yeah, yeah oh, totally. Uh, and I met him when he was playing in Philly. But him and, him and Gudas used to come in uh, when they were playing for Philly. Um, and that's one of the things that I miss is like those, those 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 Czech players that are like truly like humble. Well, all right, 
humble, grateful. They know what they like, and and they're they're just down to earth. They're just normal motherfuckers. They just want to come in, have a beer, have a shot, and then and relax, and then go to the hotel and and whatever, and, and take off. But I miss those those moments from those East Coast players. Um, but you guys were talking about uh, uh, up and coming players. Yeah. Uh, but what I'd like to see, I don't know if Columbus is, is the spot for him, but I'd like to see Voracek be like a comeback player of the year. Oh, Cause, yeah. Because he was, I mean, he was, what, three, four years ago? His numbers were huge. The oh, guy yeah. in Philly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I don't know if he can come back in Columbus, but I, I would love to see him because he's a wonderful, wonderful person. He, oh, absolutely. He's, he's a genuine, kind, kind guy. As much as I'm probably going to get martyred for this, but he's kind of like a Perry right now, honestly. Okay. I can't agree with that. Yeah. I will definitely agree like, with that. Yeah. Not the way he plays, but the way he, he has a chance he to bring his game yeah. back for sure. The way he is and not the way that he plays. Yeah. Well, 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 the way that he plays that, too. Well, but, he's at that uh, precipice of his career, to where this is this is going to be his year to yeah, really it, do something. I I think he needs to get somewhere. He needs to get somewhere where he makes a difference. Yeah. And he gets a chance to make the Towards difference. It's more homely, basically, yeah. in a sense, yeah. which I love that. I love yeah. that players yeah. can go back yeah. and do that shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's. There are very few Bork stories. Oh, yeah. for Dude, sure. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Especially nowadays. You don't you don't see that where a guy's going to swap over to a super team and win his own Stanley Cup, basically. <laughs> well, last year last year I was hoping that Chara would come here and not to, uh, what did he go to, Washington? Yeah. Fuck. Because he's been here. And actually, if you guys look at that picture on the wall. Right. Oh, I in, see in that. The blue. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cheers. Cheers, you guys. Right. The glass clicking is whiskey. <laughs> that glass. But no. Here we go. The, that's amazing. It's it's crazy to see in the pictures how much you're not much taller than I am, and oh, no. I'm about five oh, no. nine ish. No, no, in that picture, that's Peter, oh. and Peter is six three. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, that's not me. I thought that, that was. If that were me, I'd be up to his waistline. I thought that was you and Chara, no. dude. No. Oh my god. No, Chara is ahead above my six foot four <laughs> bartender. That's how crazy it looks. Well, you see me punching the guy? That's Gudas. <laughs> that's Blackhawks. I love Gudas. Rossman Gudas is well, one of the best, like, like. Bar down defenseman well, in his position. In well, the my reason opinion. why the picture is me punching him is so they came in after the game. I, I got done eating. We're sitting there and, and, and we're still eating. And I look at Gudas and I'm like, and he's, you know, knife and fork on his schnitzel. And I'm like, hey, just by the way, remember in the first period, about five minutes in, someone hit McKinnon like. Just a little bit outside of the whistle. Who was that? And he just stops his motion and just looks at me. Just that was me. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> wow, so for fun, that's a great story. So, so for fun, I'm like, I need a picture of me punching you for retribution for McKinnon. And he, and he was, and he was like, and, and he was, he was actually like. Yeah, it was a little bit after the whistle. It was a late, <laughs> it was a late whistle. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 
did that was in motion. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how no, could I but, stop that soon? But, I'm kidding. But, those guys are, but you know, that's that's one of the things I miss is like the, those interactions. You know, those out of out of teams. Uh, you know, obviously, the players that come in, they're going to be check because uh, uh, they want some check food, they want check beer, and even though we we're a hockey bar, a lot of these guys can come in and be kind of unseen. Ovechkin was in here, and no one knew it was Ovechkin. Oh, yeah. Uh, I could until like that. the very end. We had Ovechkin here. Well, what did he order? What's that experience like? What, what, I don't want to talk about it. No, I don't want to defame anyone. I don't want to talk bad about anyone. Uh, I'll just say, on my top ten of hockey players off, that he can, out of the top ten <laughs> hockey players that I've had here, he's not in the top ten. Whoa. He's top ten in skills, we'll have but to not get, social skills. We'll, we'll have to get we'll Let's, have to get to yeah, that later. Yeah. Then. Yeah. All yeah. right. So on that note, we are going to take a quick break. We're going to kick it on over to Dave Zamboni for Dave Zamboni's picks. <laughs> Thanks, Beaks. Dave Zamboni here from the Zambonis, the world's greatest and only all-hockey rock band. Uh, today's song of the day is a song called The Goalie is Drunk. Uh, this song was written in a hotel in Las Vegas after hearing from uh, my partners in the Zambonis, Peter and Tarquin, and uh, they were in a, uh, a, local, a local league and... Um, and their goalie, they were in the they were in the finals. They they were in the championship game, and their goalie, who I forget his name, got completely sauced in the parking lot and could not like focus on anything. And they lost like eight three. And uh, and I I don't I don't know the if this is true, but I heard he puked in his mask during the game, but stayed in the game. So. Uh, Please enjoy The Goalie is Drunk, and it's a real nod to uh, the band Blur. I was listening to a lot of Blur and the Beatles. See you later.
All right, Dave, thank you so much for another awesome Dave Zamboni's pick of the week. So, we are here, Subo 151, chilling out with our main man, uh, Philip. Let's get into the nitty gritty, man. Let's get to your background, how you, how you, how you came to have a bar. Like, how, well, A, uh, you, you've, you've said that you're also uh, actually born in Czech, correct? Correct. All right, so yeah, just break it down, um, how, how, how it came to be that you landed in D- Denver and how, how you kind of like, you know, raised, rose up this bar. Uh, well, my parents, my parents uh, immigrated uh, from there to here. Uh, basically grew up here in Colorado uh, for the most part. Uh, we immigrated when I was about four or five. Basically grew up here, grew up in Arvada, uh, went to Pomona High School in Arvada, um, but we also dotted around before that um, in, in that area, Westminster, Golden, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but as far as the, the bar and as far as hockey, so um, when my parents divorced, I'm trying to get the timelines right, I was about 21 21 going on to 22 my mom uh, bought a little little bar down the street from here called the groggery and she was like would you like to be part of this endeavor and you know bartend once or twice a week I was like yeah I'll help you out of course I'll help you out right that turned into from day one I was there for eight days straight yeah, helping out. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that usually how it is? Like that, that you hang much, out for yeah. to if, help if, for like if, two days, and yeah. then it turns into a lifelong project. <laughs> it, it, it pretty much was, but it helped me out too because at the time I was working at uh, just for shits and giggles because I worked at high end restaurants. But for shits and giggles, I wanted to see how do uh, bigger bars do shit. Uh, for so, for so, basically for shits and giggles, I worked at Bennigan's. I just wanted oh to see what that uh, side of the restaurant business is like, as opposed to independent, uh, small restaurants or high-end restaurants or whatever. Uh, uh, so I was able to tell them, uh, no, I'm not shaving and I'm not taking out my earring today. If oh, you want. for Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back then they had those kind of rules. Uh, I was like, not today. Uh, so I worked there for six months and then... Uh, so we got the groggery, and with that came a good friend of mine. We became good friends, uh, Kim, uh, Kim Rosen, and she's a lifelong, with her father, a lifelong hockey fan. They, they grew up watching Colorado Rockies and, and, and such, and when we got that bar, uh, they were, we were kind of showing the Rockies when we could, if I remember right, the cable, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but it was right when the Avalanche came here. And uh, it was the end of the season, I think, when we bought it. And uh, uh, obviously, we won the cup. But I was, in all honesty, uh, people assumed that I grew up with hockey, that I played hockey. That is not the case. That was my first introduction. Truly. All right. My first introduction. Oh, shit. I forgot about this. All right. So a friend of mine grew up in New York, 
They ended up here. <laughs> We're so, continuing so this 19, section ni- a little ni- bit. Yes, yes, we are doing this backtrack thing. So in 1993, something like that, uh, when I graduated high school, I went to my uh, friend's house, and they were watching the Rangers uh, playoff run. And I've, if I'm not mistaken, that was when uh, Messier. That uh, he guaranteed that I, they would win the cup. Yeah, it yeah. was like 93, 94, something yep. like that. Uh, right, right in though, right in that year, that was my very first experience of hockey. And then fast forward nine, ten years later, my mom buys this bar, asks me to help her out, and lo and behold, the Avalanche are here. And uh, uh, when we bought the bar, I oh my god, I'm gonna go on so many side tracks and side notes. There was a big ass bottle of lemon schnapps. That is not a real thing anymore. No. I don't think. They stopped making lemon yeah. schnapps like way back in the yeah. day, dude. When <laughs> but when we bought the bar, there was like two giant, you know, like 1.75 liter bottles. And during the uh, Stanley Cup run, I mixed lemon schnapps with a handful of other things, and we called it rat poison. <laughs> I could because see if, that just from if, the schnapps, but well, yeah. Do you, do you remember the do you, do you remember the Florida Panthers like throwing out yeah, the rats? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, totally. So I called it rat poison. That's awesome. And lo and behold, we won four straight, and that was that was my real like like uh, so the 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 basically the be all in all is Kim Rosen. If it weren't for the, for the groggery and Kim being there and staying there, who knows? Well, that and also, if it, if it wasn't for that beauty run that the Rangers did and the Avs had, we wouldn't have had that beauty of the a Rangers rat run was not shot or that something impactful. like that. Oh. The, the Rangers run was not that impactful. Looking back, yes, as a hockey fan now. Well, if you were like uh, lived in New York and stuff like that, and had been in that drought for sure. Oh, if I was one of those people. That, oh yeah. Like, I, I, I now that I know it. Yeah, but when I was watching, I was like, "Oh, this is what they do." Uh, yeah, but, <laughs> this is what they do. Uh, but it was honestly not until we got the groggery that I was able to watch the game. And I remember, I remember going, "I don't understand this uh, two-line uh, whistle." Uh, oh, the two-line pass whistle, yeah. dude! That yeah, was like then. the biggest yeah. fucking yeah, crock, back then, man. And especially back then. Oh yeah. So remember, remember, this is old. This is not like widescreen HD TV. You can barely see the puck on a fucking 27-inch TV. Oh, yeah. You can barely see it. I go to a game, and I'm like, oh, now I get it. Two light pass. Okay. All right. All right. What is this one blurry thing yeah. that they're passing across yeah. and the other blurry yeah. thing? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So the end of the first year at that bar, we won the cup, and ever since then, I've been like... You know, even though I can't play it, I can barely skate. I've, and like I just told you guys earlier, I only just put on pads a year ago for the first time. Uh, Which is still know, I, good on you, dude. Yeah, was, we should get into that as soon as possible because you took a couple pucks to the face. Pucks to the face. Yeah, that is my uh, yeah. nickname, Pucks to the Face. Yeah, so my, <laughs> my, my first time that I actually remember skating... I got invited to skate on the Pepsi Center ice. Sweet. 
That would be beauty. I got about 20 yards out, and I started to fall backwards, and my back seized up as I'm falling down. Ooh. Yeah. And then I've got my little brother, which, well, that's a f- more fucked up story, but uh, for another time. But anyway, my quote-unquote stepbrother, little brother, uh, so he's like nine or ten, and he's just darting around the ice, just blam, blam, blam. Why don't you come out in the middle of the ice? Why don't you shut the fuck up and leave me alone? Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he was already on a league for like two, three years. He's just, he's just whizzing around. You know, and I'm just like, I'm just trying to stay on my feet. Leave I'm me just alone. trying to live right now. Just, just give me <laughs> that. Just let me stay on my feet. <laughs> um, but he's, yeah. Um, but, uh... All right, so we got a little bit off track there. So what uh, you were asking, what again? Your first time being on the, like, uh, you Yeah, you said you, 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 you feel oh, 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 when, when I got hit in the face. Yeah. When I got hit in the face. Twice. Right, so fast forward now, shit, almost 15, 20 years. So uh, one of my great servers, Zuska, uh, ended up marrying one of our good friends, Ethan, who played college hockey and I think he got to like semi-pro he's a good hockey player he actually got the chance to uh, goaltend during like a soft practice or a not a practice but like a workout a workout yeah 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 against some of the abs players and they're and they they were actually impressed they were like holy shit we thought we were just gonna beat the shit out of you and but he he managed to uh, hold his own. Oh hell yeah! Uh, uh, he was very happy with his performance, uh, especially against pros. Uh, no, yeah. And, well, and, no, what better and, way? Yeah, and the and the pros were, they were like, you guys, you you gave us a better workout than we expected. So you're well, gonna be so our next David Ayers if we need to. And he was elated with his performance, basically. How could you so <laughs> so that kid, so he invites me out on the ice and he makes it sound like just skate around learn how to skate I show up I have to go to the locker room everyone's put on pads I'm like well I I don't need to put on pads right because I'm I'm just learning to skate he's like no you need to put on pads I'm like okay and and the helmet too he's like yes put on the helmet for sure so I get out there and everybody the jumps too. out like fucking Holy NHL shit. fucking players you you've seen the pregame shit. They they jump out of the gate just, oh, just blasting striding and, yeah, like, and I'm like and I'm like I come out like a fucking newborn deer, barely fucking hanging on. I'm like, you fucking dick. I thought you were just fucking helping me to learn how to skate. Are you fucking kidding me? He's like, no, you're fine, you're fine. Just stay in the middle of the rink. I'm like, I'll stay in the middle of the rink and the bench, you fucking cunt. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I'm dicking around. I'm already sweaty after doing like two laps. I sit down because my legs are fucking weak because oh, I don't know how to they're shaking yeah, like I don't basically. know how to skate. <laughs> so I sit down and I'm watching my friend fucking go through the goalie drills and I'm like, fuck. Now that I see him live, I'm like, wow, I'm fucking impressed. I thought he was just chattering and fucking bullshitting. He's fucking good. And then all of a sudden I turn my head and bam! Fucking puck right dead center <laughs> in the fucking mask. Wow, dude. Yeah. 
One of his buddies skates over. He's like, oh, shit, sorry. I was just trying to hit the fucking boards. I'm like, no, I get it. No, I'm actually having fun. That's That was fucking exciting. <laughs> I like how you're just like, no, I get it. I, no, I get it. I just took a puck to the face, but no, I get it. <laughs> and then I go skate around again, you know, 20 minutes. That beats me up because, again, I don't know how to skate. I'm getting better. I'm feeling smoother. But obviously, these guys are just skating fucking left and right. They're like uh, the top of the beer league. Yeah, basically the top of the beer league. You know, these guys know how to skate. Some of, their, some of them are college skaters. Some of them are you know, uh, high school. But they know how to skate. Yeah. And for some reason, I'm just there in the middle of the shit and kind of getting in their way. And You're just shaking at the legs yeah. like a leaf on a tree, yeah. just trying to yeah. get the puck in yeah. the net, yeah. even on your oh, stick. No. Oh, no, no, I, ne- I, never t- I, I never took a shot at the goal. I, I, I did not want to get into the cycle. I was like, I'm not going to break your guys' rhythm. You know, my friend, the goaltender, he's like, no, take a shot at me. And I'm like, no, that's just going to be embarrassing. I'm going to, I'm going to swing the stick and I'm going to fall down on my ass. I don't need to see that. It's I, like the, the, the epitome of like a wallflower in a sense. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And I'm, I'm 45, 46 at the time. Yeah. I don't need that shit. No, for real. I mean, you're, you're out there. First time on ice, 46 years old, with all these college fucking kids. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. A lot of them were kind of my age, like 30-ish, but they've been skating since they were six. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're not newbies. They, they were not fresh to the ice. <laughs> yeah. Which, that's just uh, funny just to hear that, yeah. honestly. Yeah. So, on my second roundabout, I'm dicking around. I got my stick in front of me. Uh, I'm not holding it like a tripod. I'm just holding it. <laughs> like a yeah, blind man yeah. walking down the street. Kind of like that. And interestingly enough, if you hold a stick in front of you, it helps your balance. You know, oh, yeah. You know, just with one hand. I'm like, all right. So I, I, I got my skates kind of down. But again, got tired. So I sit back down on the bench. And again, I'm just watching the guys. I'm like, fuck, this is impressive. Uh, I wish I could st- skate like this. And all of a sudden, I turn around, and again, bam, again in the face. Same guy, same spot. He skates over. He's like, oh, my God, I swear to God, I'm not doing this on purpose. And I'm like, I'm, I believe you. It's, it's fine. I, I you really actually made me, but you actually, in a way, I thank you because you make me feel like I part of the game. Yeah, that you blow. You're like, I, yeah. I, got, I got jacked yeah. in the face. I'm a hockey player now. Yeah. And, and if you have the right mask on, take it in the face rather than get smashed against the boards. Oh, yeah. oh every time. I'm pretty sure if one of those guys smashed me against the boards, I would have been like, eh, I don't know if I want to skate. Yeah, I'm fucking done. I'm just done. <laughs> to where it's unlike me where I was the insane little kid who was just like, oh, just, all right. You hit me? All right. Is this what this sport's about? Okay, go ahead. Well, you said as a little kid. Yeah, but still. This is as a grown-ass man, 45. I'm 47 now. This was a year, or maybe I was 46, so maybe it was a year ago. But when you grow up, when you have enough injuries, 
When you get to my age, 46, you don't want any more injuries. But no, what I was going to get to is that it's the difference between getting into it when you're a little kid compared to like when you're 45 fucking years old, dude. You're just like, oh yeah, go ahead, hit me again. Go ahead, hit me again. You're just like, no, no, no more, no more. When you're a kid, you get knocked down, you might cry, but nothing hurt. Yeah. If I get knocked down now, Everything hurts. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> yeah. Places I don't even know about yeah. my body. Yeah. Yeah. Why did my fingernail? Why did my fingernail fall off all of a sudden? You you barely clicked me on my ankle and my fingernail <laughs> fell off. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> Jesus Christ! What the fuck is going on yeah. my body? Yeah. I, you've you've heard the comedians talk about it. I sneezed. And I had to go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I broke the lungs sneezing. Yeah. It was crazy. I woke up just fine, and then I tried to get out of bed, <laughs> and my ankle fucking wouldn't work. It's, it's pointing it's, the upper, opposite direction. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, all right. So so where does 150, the Sobo 151 come in at this point? It was like your Oh, mom. okay. So, so we bought the bar, and so Kim, Kim Rosen, uh, she was a hockey fan. She was playing the games, and her previous, the previous owner, did not want them volume on the games. I'm like, eh, fuck it, put the volume on the game. If people want to watch it, eh, let's watch it. So I started watching the games, and like I said, I had a hard time back then. You know, like I said, 27 inch fucking, 300 fucking pound tiny TV. You know, it's hard to see anything. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, yeah, I'll go to a game. And then I see the game in live, and I'm like, oh, shit. Now I get it. All right, two-line pass. This is happening. I'm like, oh, shit, okay. I get it now. Yeah. And then, and then like I said, we win the cup. Uh, and winning the cup, that was kind of fucked up. So I had a full year to kind of digest it and get it uh, because we bought it in, I want to say, May, May or June. So before. Was it right when it was starting? Summer 95. Or was it right at the end? Fuck, now I... <laughs> All right. He's like, anyway. I don't even know. Anyway, anyway, I saw the final, and... Uh, oh, oh, that's my recollection, was the second cup. All right, so that first cup, we see it at the bar, at, at my little bar. Uh, and, you know, thanks to Kim. And we're doing the rat poison with the lemonade uh, schnapps. Oh, yeah. Everybody had fun. And and I really, I really got into it, and I, I enjoyed the rat poison uh, job. Yeah, you know, there, there's a chaos, but there's also a, there's a game plan. Oh yeah, they, you know, they, it, it's it's yeah. probably the the most like together chaos. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. There's there's the chaos of throw it on net. Yeah, that kind of works, but you have to be, you know, there's still a game plan. Yeah, yeah. yeah there, there there's a lot of things. Uh, so fast forward. Eight years later, I'm looking for my own bar. I was going to do like a small nightclub and stuff. And I was, I, was, I was just looking to branch out on my own and get away from like working with my mom or this and that. Found a bunch of places. Ne- nothing ever worked out as far as making a final contract. And then my mom found this place, Sobo 151. Well, that's what, it, uh, that's what I named it. Uh, she had in mind a lot of different things. I was like, no, I've got a really good idea. And, well, that's kind of the be-all in all. And here we are. So 
in a beautiful place. So tell us a little more about the just, I mean, aesthetically, all the hockey jerseys, everything, like just going to all that stuff. The decision yeah. to kind of like point it towards hockey. Uh, yeah. The hockey jerseys on the ceiling. That kind of that kind of that kind of came about uh, because we needed acoustics. Because we already had that wall, that that back wall here with all the all the pictures and pictures and, yeah. and, and and whatnot. We already had that, and and we had stuff dotted around here and there. Uh, but when we started doing karaoke and bands, because it's all concrete and glass, uh, the acoustics were pretty bad. Uh, so what I was told was, you know, put like baffling and whatnot on the ceiling. I was like, well, that's just going to take away from what we just refurbished and, 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 uh, and rebuilt. And someone was like, well, just hang some jerseys. And then it also came about like hang the jerseys and throw some foam or uh, egg, sh egg crates in there and whatnot. So that's kind of how that came about and and obviously it's worked out well it sounds pretty good in here tonight so that's fine with me although i will say yesterday or no friday i had a detroit red wings fan come in here and uh, we had his ass out no everyone okay, if fine. you're a hockey fine, fan you're fine, a hockey fine. fan you know i I've, I've i've never touted that we're abs only or anything like that I will call them certain teams, be. certain names, and whatever. And you know, that's not the first time that's ever happened on this podcast. But the guy came in here. He enjoyed the band that was playing. But then as he's leaving, I'm like, hey, come down. You know, come see your Red Wings play at some point. He's like, wait, what? What are you talking about? Like, well, I'm a hockey bar. You've been sitting here for two, three hours watching this band play. He's like, what? I'm like, all right, come back in. So I take him back from the sidewalk. Hockey I'm like, Jersey look sticks. at the fucking ceiling. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you were sitting underneath your Red Wings jersey. Right. How the fuck did you miss that You're we're sitting a hockey underneath bar? hockey greatness right now, yeah. sir. Sir, sir. Sir, you were aware of your surroundings, sir. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not subtle. Let's just say yeah, that. Yeah, there's so much hockey shit around here. Yeah, uh, but somehow, every now and then... It gets missed. I don't. I don't know you have how. Sticks for trim. Yeah. 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 Uh, they're, they're, they're I, I got at sticks the, uh, for fucking daisies. parking lot lines yeah, now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> so I mean, obviously, you guys, you guys have been here for like 10, 15 years. I mean, you, you, you have twenty. To, twenty years. That's that's right. Oh my goodness. Um, well, okay. As far as business, it'll be twenty years next year. Nice. But. Right. It took a year to refurbish. So, like, the building I've had for 20 years, business, 19 years has been open. So we're right there on the cusp of... Oh, on the 20, baby. That's, see, and so, A, your check bar, B, your hockey bar. Obviously, these things get out to hockey players. And professional hockey players are hockey players as well. Especially when they're flying into Denver, you got to see at least a pretty good amount of like pro players yeah. coming in here. Talk about that. Talk about how, how how crazy it is to see like you know you were just talking about you know how Chara walked in or you know like uh, you know Sammy G comes in all the time. Just like 
Well, talk. Well, first talk about just like how how special it is to know that your name's fucking getting out there to these guys, these these pro and, hockey guys. And add on, like, tell us about the, like the kind of conversations you have with these individual players. Like, what do you talk about? Kind of get give us an nitty gritty, buddy. All right. Well, you just. Threw out a lot of shit there. <laughs> you guys should have stuck with like one, and then brought up the next, question, and then, and then so let me get through that, and then and then. So, you might have to remind me as I go along with these stories. Um, well, so being a check bar, uh, when I first opened up, uh, well, my dad, my dad already had a previous restaurant in Morrison, which is still there, but he sold it to his friends. Great restaurant, Cafe Prague. So my dad already knew some hockey players through his connections and stuff. And But once I opened up the bar, just word of mouth through the Czech community. And Hayduke was playing at the time. We had Hayduke, Skula. Uh, uh, f- who else was... I don't know. We, we had like four or five Czech players. But... Uh, I met Hayduk before I opened opened up the bar. I met Skula shortly after I opened up the bar. They started coming in. Uh, they'd come in here and there. Uh, Hayduk is very much a family man, so he'd just come in, have a beer, say hello, and and uh, you know maybe he'd come in for the check bands. Um, but somehow, kind of like word of mouth came, came about, and then uh, I'm trying to think of some of the very first like non-AVS players that came in uh, but I do remember since we were just talking about the Red Wings uh, Tatar and uh, 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 the goalie I'm spacing out his name Dom, Dominic Hasek? No, not Hasek uh, long after Hasek uh, I got pictures of them on, on the Marazic? wall M- Marazic yeah. yeah Tatar and Marazic they came in and uh, and they did not announce themselves. They just sat down, hung out, and someone just randomly noticed them. I happened to be at home at the time, and and they're like, "Hey, you got some hockey players here." I'm like, "Who?" And then, you know, they text me, Tatar and Mrazek. I'm like, "Well, that's not our players." So I'm gonna go back to bed. I'm kidding. Well, all right. I guess I'll get off the couch. I'll come down, say hello. But we ended up hanging out, having a nice time. Uh, you know, nice guys. Majority, pretty much all of these guys are nice guys. Uh, so that was one of the first times that I met a hockey player outside of the Avs players here. Uh, the Chara, the Chara story is super funny. I think that was a Sunday, and Peter, who is six four, he was bartending, and Chara comes in, has dinner, and most of the time. If we meet other Czech people, you know, you can hear the accent, blah, 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 and, and someone just goes, hey, uh, where are you from? What do you do? This and that. But for some reason, Peter didn't engage in that on that night. So they cash out, and as they're leaving, the, uh, the girl that he's with, she comes up to the bar, and she's like, hey, do you, know, do you know who that is? And Peter's just like, he looks familiar, but I, I can't get it. She's like, that's Stena Chata. He was like, oh shit. Shut the fuck Jesus up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so he barely, he barely got a picture. If it weren't for that, for his his friend that he brought in, we would not have a picture of him and Peter hanging out. 
I'm gonna have to talk to Peter about that, man. That's ridiculous. Yeah. No, well, number one, Peter. Not, not to mention, I kind of feel like tall motherfuckers normally talk to each other. Like, yeah, you're tall, yeah. I'm tall. Pretty awkward, right? No. Uh, yeah, apparently, I, they didn't sit. Twisters are a bitch, right? <laughs> but then on the flip side, so, so I, I got to assume it was Varlamov uh, told the Russian guys from the capitals about this place and about our food and whatnot. So two, three, what is it, three, four years ago now? Uh, so they flew in before the game, and like two or three players came in. They talked to Peter. They hung out at the bar, and they requested some food. I'm like, I can make two out of these three items. I can make the steak tartare. That's no problem. The other, there was an item, speech kebab. I'm like, that that takes 24 hours. I, I can't make that. I don't have that on hand. Easy, easy. <laughs> You're just like, I don't have that on hand. Easy. <laughs> well, at the time, I was again, I was at home. I get this phone call, text message. Ovechkin wants to come in. He wants this and this. And I've been around celebrities and shit, or high-end people, since I was 15. Uh, I used to work at uh, Castle Pines Country Club, golf club. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I used to busboy and wait on, you know, million. Back when millionaire was a was a big big deal. Oh yeah. Nowadays, it's, if you're not a billionaire, who gives a shit? Yeah. But back then, any kind of millionaire, like, I used to wait tables on uh, Tyson, the owners of Tyson Chicken. Jesus. Oh, damn. Yeah. But the first time I, I learned of that, someone was like, do you know who you're waiting on? I'm like, yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Tyson. Do you know what they own? I'm like, no, I have no idea. They're <laughs> they, just Tysons. They own the Tysons of Tyson. No, I'm yeah. kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but... But that experience kept me, like, kind of chill with high-end people. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the Capitals are coming in. We'll fly in day before. Yeah, so, like, two or three of the players come in the night before to kind of, like, scope out the place. And, and then the next day, they have the game, and Ovechkin comes in with those guys, with Varlamov. Yeah, Varley was still playing for, I believe, yeah. I believe he was still playing for us. Oh yeah, he was still playing for us, and there was uh, there was another Russian kid, number ninety-one or no, who's ninety-one right now? Uh, Kuznetsov. Or, no, that was 92. ninety-two. Um, but he is a Russian. He was he would he was a Russian kid back then, so it might have been Kuzi. Well, it, it could have been uh, Orlov too. I mean, uh, he, he has nine. I'm not saying another, not another extra number. But. but but they all come in together as a group, the Avs and the Caps, just Russians. Yeah, the Russian yeah. buddies. Yeah, just the Russians that were playing that night. The Yeah. So so they all come in, and uh, I, 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 tell, uh, I, I, I tell Ovechkin, hey, nice to meet you. Hey, uh, and this is uh, right off their uh, Stanley Cup victory. And I showed him the, uh, I, I say, hey, congratulations last year. Nice to meet you. Hope you enjoyed the place. And the place was pretty much empty, even for a Friday night after an Avs game. It was kind of empty, so I kind of felt like, hey, well, you kind of got your kind of personal space, which yeah. you kind of wanted. 
But he was just so kind of off-putting, just like, eh, just standoffish. And I don't, and for all I know, hey, if I got barraged left and right by kudos and, oh, nice to meet you and congratulations. Can I get I, a picture? Yeah, I, like, yeah. Oh. I, might, I might feel the same. And I, and I kept all the people at bay. I was like, do not ask for pictures. Do not, you know, no one was bothering him. Uh, but he, I think he was probably expecting like some private dining room at a five-star restaurant or something. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't think his, his teammates like really told him what this place is. I love you, Philip, but I love the dining. This is no five-star restaurant joint. Uh, I know, but I, that, that's why. I, that's why I said I think Ovechkin was probably expecting like a private, private, a PDR, a private room with like a table and like three yeah. servers for him yeah. and his homies and yes, yeah, yeah. service. Yeah. You close the doors. You open the doors. Close the doors. It's, He's private. Yeah. He yeah, wasn't yeah, actually yeah. expecting a, a, a twenty-four yeah. ounce of PBR greeting him on oh, his no, table. No, I'm he, kidding. I'm kidding. No, he he enjoyed the beer and shit. But here's the fucked up part. So his players that came in the night before, they asked for a steak tatar. I'm like, I can make steak tatar. I'll make some pretty fucking good steak tatar. So I bring out this fucking two-pound fucking pile of steak tatar. For those of you that don't know, two pounds of steak tatar is a lot of motherfucking steak tatar. That is huge, dude. (laughs) That is a mountain. He pulled that plate in front of him, and we actually... Once he got like halfway through, like we didn't notice that at first. He got like halfway through, and we had to like walk up and go, uh, "That's for everyone to share." Oh shit! That's a that's a, that's a shared plate. Up. No. He was gonna eat two pounds of steak to tart. <laughs> that's impressive. I mean, you know what two a two-pound pound steak? Yeah, could you imagine? You know what a one-pound steak looks yeah, like? Yeah, so imagine oh, two-pound steak. He wanted to eat two pounds of raw meat, no problem. And when I shook his hand, it was like a, like a clasp. It was, holy shit! A crab hand? We just got yeah, my fingers it was, off. Yeah. He's down in two yeah, pounds. Like crab hand. Yeah. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! But then at the end of the night, so I'm like, hey, Saint Tatar's on me. You know, round of drinks is on me. Uh, one of the players, he took the tab himself, and we asked him, you know, do you want gratuity or do you want to tip yourself? And he's like, I'll, I'll tip myself, and and he tipped very generously. Uh, but as they're leaving, I'm like, oh shit, Ovi, or I don't know what I called him, uh, uh, but I just quickly asked. Hey, can I get a picture with all of us? OV plus two pounds of steak fucking guitar. <laughs> so Ovechkin basically has his hands in his pockets and his eyes are like rolling to the ceiling. And he's just like, God damn it, I have to do this shit. And I just kind of wanted to go, you motherfucker, I'm asking for one picture. You came to a hockey bar. No one bothered you. No one talked to you except for one, one of my good friends. But you ate two pounds of fucking steak, bro. <laughs> fucking beef tenderloin, filet mignon, steak tatar. Four fucking free. Some of the <laughs> best, some of the best that I made. And I'm so glad that when he asked, he was like, is there any more in the back? I was like, uh, no. Because I wanted the, because I did have some reserved in the back, but I was like, that shit is mine. <laughs> oh, yeah. But he was very, and who knows, like, like I said, he just came off 
of, of a Stanley Cup. He's been berated left and right by uh, celebrity and whatnot and, and question. So I, I'll, I'll give him a little bit of leeway of, all right. But I mean, one fucking picture ain't going to kill you. Yeah, yeah, one fucking picture. Come on, man. You know, and just like you said, Philip, you can't really blame the guy. He probably gets handled like fucking crazy all the day. But I mean, one picture. Yeah, but there's so many other players that I've met that are just so just down to earth. Just and 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 Voracek is one of those guys. Gudas, you know, you see that picture right there. I'm punching Gudas. Yeah. Yeah. What 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 more can you ask for? Oh, for sure. Well, all right. Let's let's do just the top three. Well, who would you say like your top three favorite pros that come in? Just come in. Maybe interaction interactions. Wise. Past, present, like past and present doesn't matter. All right. I'm gonna throw out Gerard because he lives here. Uh, yeah, you say he comes by all the time. Go Sammy. Yeah. yeah. What's that? Yeah, Gerard. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna throw that out because he's here and he's around. Uh, as far as I guess I, I I'll, I'll make that a tandem: the Voracek and Gudas. Uh, uh, they, 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 the times that they've been in, because uh, they've been in three or four times. Uh, uh, like one of the last times. I was at the game and I rushed down here to make them dinner. So I'm in the kitchen and Voracek just flies through the kitchen doors and just, what the fuck are you doing back here? Come out, hang out. I'm like, I'm back here so I can make you fucking dinner, motherfucker. <laughs> I was just watching you play. Now I'm yeah. here making you dinner. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chill the fuck out. Uh, uh, hey Duke has always been uh, uh, just kind. Uh, kind, warm, generous, just a very, uh, yeah, he's not a, he's a very, very good family guy, uh, not that family guy, not the cartoon family guy. No, no, but, no, we're talking about like, real, real family yeah, yeah, people here. Yeah, legit, just, uh, I honestly hope that his twins somehow end up playing here. I hope to see his twins playing here the way the twins played in uh, Vancouver. The, uh, oh, the Sedin. Oh, uh, the Sedin oh, twins. You're, and, uh, yeah, and you're and talking like, about Merrick and well, um, David, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah one's a defenseman, one, yeah. one's a forward. Dude, that would be great. That It'd would be, be like Foot's kids, dude. That, oh, <laughs> I would love to see that too. Little Foot. Yeah. Little Foot. Uh, yeah. Uh, and he's another guy. Uh, I've never met Foot, but I've, I've, I've heard great stories about Foot and his generosity and his his down to earth just yeah, actually uh, I, I climbed the fence to family fun center and uh, I had like one of my sticks on me because I had a practice right after them climbed the fence because it was all locked off and uh, he saw me coming and like he saw his face is like hey how the fuck did you get back here and I'm gonna have to talk to you as soon as I get up there he's all smiles man super nice like just, just like, get, just a guy, kind of guy that just gave you the time of day, which yeah. is really awesome. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what, you, what are you, what are you doing climbing the fence? All right, yeah. here you go. <laughs> get off the shed. Somehow get you, off the shed. Somehow you got back here. Maybe you didn't want to talk to a fan today, but you fucking earned it, bud. Here you go. <laughs> All right, who's, uh, who's, who's your last one? Who's your last one that you really just loved hanging out with? Uh... That's about I, I, I guess legitimately that's about it. Like, 
like Tatar, he I know he came back. I'm not if I'm not sure if uh, Mraza came back because I know they ended up getting traded and whatnot. Here's the funny part though. We've met a handful of players from other teams that come here. Sometimes we wonder about how many of them come here that we don't even know, that we don't notice. Because these guys will just blend into the background and just order food and they don't need any kind of anything. Uh, well, probably after playing a hockey game, that's the last thing you want, you know. Yeah, but it, but it always kind of cracks me up. Like, as a hockey player, you're gonna go to a hockey bar to kind of like get away. Yeah, that's but, a good point. <laughs> but it's almost, but it's almost like hide in the most obvious or the most like where you would not be expected. Basically, I guess. hiding in plain yeah. sight. Yeah, yeah, hi- yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Hiding the most obvious fucking camo, basically. Yeah, camo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I said, Peter did not fucking recognize Chara. How the fuck do you not recognize the tallest motherfucker in hockey history from your own country that speaks your own language? The bastard seven goddamn foot tall. Yeah. How do you not recognize yeah, that's him? That's like Shaq walking into some like Shaq walking into like right. the most popular basketball uh, bar in like fucking Orlando. Yeah, oh, and just yeah. somehow blends in yeah. Los Angeles yeah. even more so. Either Cody. way, either oh way, my you know. God. Yeah. No, but we we've had uh, back in the day we had. Like uh, Sfatos and uh, rest uh, in Verbata. peace, by the way. Yeah, that that's an awful story that we don't really need to get into. But yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, but we had so many of these guys just come in and hang out, and once once the pads are off, they're not any bigger than your average normal dude. Well, Sammy G's fucking small, man. He is really small. He, I, uh, I I give him. I've asked him this in my drunkenness like a number of times, like. How the fuck? Because obviously you guys can't see us, but yeah. I'm a I'm a five eleven six foot, for you know normal motherfucker. He's five eight, and every time he comes in, I'm like, what the fuck? But you touch his shoulders, you tap him on the back. It's like oh, fucking hitting he's granite. He's built. He's built. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I've asked him about it. Like, how do you deal with the guys that are like 6'3 and whatnot? He's like, I just know how to skate. I know where to be, how to be, how to angle. And I'm like, all right, well, you know way more about hockey, obviously, than I do. But he, he knows how to position himself. He knows how to angle. Uh, you don't have to be... You don't have to be six foot eight to fuck up a six foot three motherfucker. You, oh yeah. If you know how to get there at the right time, at the right place, put your hip at the right spot. It, it's 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 these crazy things. I've just got to say that I, I mean I've been watching hockey for easily twenty years of my life, and Sammy G is probably one of the best, if not the best, skaters I've ever seen in my life. Uh, his his outlet passes. I mean. It, what was it? Two years ago, every time he made a fucking two-line pass, tape to tape. Oh yeah, I mean, just I'm, beautiful. Yeah. And he'd be back on the other, the, the opposite yeah. end, and he's making it up into the center line at the center point. Oh, oh my god! Hear the, the little Bruce Lee quote: "Be, be water, be yeah. water." Like yeah. the dude literally will have any situation come out of him, and he will spin a rama. Yeah. He will throw it between his legs. He will dump it off the side right. boards, go around you. He's gonna take you out in front of the net. Only, only thing I have wrong with this game is his strength in front of the net. You have a lot of strong guys in front of the net, like left wingers, right wingers, who will want to get in there. I don't think his size is the best part for that, but I think a, a good 
way to uh, I think overcome that would be a best defensive partner like Eric Johnson or Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson, yeah, But I mean, overall, I mean, he's like water. He's very fluid. He's so fluid in the skating. Yeah, it's so it's it's a trade-off. Do you want? Do you want full-on physical defensemen, or do you want a two-way? Do you want a one-way? Do you want, you know, it's it's there, there's there's so many trade-offs. No, we're agreeing, we're agreeing here. I'm just saying the way he just is able to flow like water. What a problem he has to flow around it like a bowl. You pour him in a bowl, he'll float on a bowl. That's what he does. Yeah, but he, yeah, it's great. He knows where to be and how to be. So I'm gonna get deep real quick. Um, I'm gonna de- I'm gonna probably as deep as this fucking podcast gets. So I mean, you you. You seriously, you, you host a place where so many fucking people can come and have a good time, watch their favorite hockey team, and just and, and you know meet with other people that have the that love the same hockey team, that get to do the same thing. What about that really just um, do you like? What what part about just like ho- like hosting some like hockey players, hockey fans from everywhere? Just what's the best part of it for you? Great question, um, bud. Great. It's well, I mean, one, one. I mean, it's it, it's a job that I kind of fell into, but uh, but I did kind of construct this bar from the get-go in something that I enjoy: the food, the pool room, the people, uh, the atmosphere. Uh, I don't know. I, I I don't think too much, or at least I. I think I don't think too much about it, which is kind of an oxymoron, I guess. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know, it, it kind of evolved into its own kind of creation. Uh, you know, the 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 hockey became more more of an emphasis than I thought it'd be. Uh, uh, I thought I was going to have live bands. Well, instead of live bands, I got karaoke. The people that come for karaoke. Uh, they're awesome, and and it's it's just a place for everyone, and I, you know, I, I I just try to make everyone feel comfortable, and everyone is welcome. Uh, I don't, I don't have like a grand uh, idea of 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 what this place should be outside of good people hanging out with other good people and having a good time, just enjoying each other. Um, I'm not trying to build some kind of uh, some cult following or like yeah. yeah, it's just come and enjoy and if you don't enjoy, fine. There's other bars. Uh, uh, I don't know. It's just But you will. You'll enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, if if yeah, you know, and and we got our we got our soccer, we got our hockey, we got our Broncos. But the be all and end all is basically just good people enjoying other good people and just hang out and have some good food and good service. And um, it, it, it's it's basically a simple kind of outlook, simple formula. Do you think you, uh, do you think your Czech lineage kind of helps with that? Because I mean, I've I, I have so many Czech friends that are probably some of the most welcoming people that I've ever met. And every every single time I've uh, rolled wheel in here. Yeah, there's a little bit to that. Like, uh, like I said, when my mom and I uh, started this bar, she wanted to do Mexican food for the menu. Oh wow! I was like, well, why should we do that? And she's like, well, we cook it well, and every bar has Mexican food. I was like, 
Did you just hear yourself? Everyone has Mexican food. You want to do something that is your own yeah. thing. Yeah. You're, no. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was like, we're Czech. Why don't we just do Czech food? We've had it kind of hit and miss at the previous bar. We just never had the right people in the kitchen. But this is a different location, different kitchen, bigger kitchen. This has to be, this is not going to be a bar, you know, like, you know, just drinks and cocktails. This has to have a big food element. It has to have our influence. And Real us, you're, like this is your bar. This is going to be you. Yeah. This is going to uh, like this is yeah. me. I I take great pride. I I I take great pride in the fact that people come in going, I don't like potato salad. I don't want to eat it. And then I give them a little sample of ours, and they're like, Okay, I'll 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 have some potato. I'll salad. take some potato salad. Our our thing is, you know, we're we're trying to be just a normal bar and a friendly place to go. Would it be nice to have every table packed? Yeah, but then that's going to kind of take away from what we are. Oh, and, yeah. You know, no, that's what I'm saying. That's, um, your, that's your whole entire thing, um, man. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not worried about filling every table. We just, you know, just have a nice time. Fill it with good people. Yeah. More importantly, you're, filling, you're fulfilling um, your dreams. You have a restaurant. I'd, I'd, have, have, I'd rather have 10 good people than 100 assholes. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's, yeah. I mean, but, I mean, it sucks for you. We're all assholes. What's that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, know, I was like, sex free. We're all we hide it. We hide no, it really no, well. No, really. We no, hide no, it really well. At least, like, when we come here, we're yeah, not just total assholes. At the end of the day, man, I'm happy that you got here. You have a stakehold here, and you made your business. It's a family-run business, apparently. And I learned a lot more from you today than I actually thought I would. Um, but at the end of the day, I wow, just, that I just, wasn't dickish at all. No, it's not. No, no. <laughs> How many times have I met him before? That sounds good to true, you, but oh, I've true, never true. met this guy before, like really. Okay, so do, do you remember the first time that we met? Do you so. know for sure? Do you know for sure? Yes, yeah, yes. Oh, do you God. know for sure? Because okay. I don't. Oh yeah, I. Uh, it was for uh, uh, Christina Montoya's like little fundraiser. No, right. no, that's when we. Yeah, that's when we definitely spoke and. Yeah. You don't think we met each other before at the Avs games? Oh, I'm sure we probably passed by right. each other almost right. a million times. Because I was thinking about this leading up to this podcast. I'm like, I, I feel like this might come up, so I had to think about it. And yeah, yeah, it was definitely different during uh, Christina's uh, 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 fundraiser. That's when we definitely spoke like, and had good conversation and stuff. Um, but I, I definitely feel like we had to have met at Blue Sky and this and that. And, oh, uh, yeah. You know, we're both drinkers and smokers and just... Uh, I, I, and midnight I, tokers. I guarantee yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, go for that, yeah. I guarantee well, you we walked well by each other so many times. And it took us it took us a while for to even get each other's names right. For the longest time, you'd call me Corey, and then I like I send you a text no. for the first time. That just happened recently. Not to mention his band... My friend Corey, his band just played on Friday. His band is a, a, a police cover band. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, yeah they, and that singer sounds exactly like Sting. Th- those guys were amazing. The only reason I called you Corey, and that was only one time, and that was, what, like six, seven months ago? It was right before you shut down to fix the plumbing. Okay, so four months ago, at best. Yeah, yeah. most likely. And that was... Because I just got off the phone with him. So, fuck you. <laughs> one letter off. One letter off. Fuck you. Fair. Oh, yeah. Right. It, it, well, yeah. 
being the biggest hockey's fans dream too, you have some of the hottest hockey players walking through your door, eating your food, drinking your alcohol, having conversations with them. I mean, that's just a cool feeling, man. It's really awesome. I'm happy. I'm like... It's cool that we're here talking yeah. to you. It really Basically is. Basically, yeah. you're nuts to butts with hockey players. Yeah, it's been yeah. nuts. It's been so cool. <laughs> yeah. Goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just another Thursday it night, whatever. Well, it's whatever. But, but like yeah. I said, I kind of grew up with the stuff. You know, I, w- I was in, I was in high-end restaurant business when I was 14. I was dealing with, you know, multimillionaires and sports figures, and uh, I, I, I learned how to be. Kind of normal, you know, and presentable. I'm, sure, yeah, that's a that's another word. Uh, humble, I think humble too is a great word for you. Very humble. Humble, humble is one thing, but I also treat them like normal people. I, in, in, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna all of a sudden go, oh shit, oh, uh, and 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 go, oh, everything's for free. If anything, I go the opposite. Uh, you're paying double. You you make more than everyone else that comes in here. Right. Yeah, bet you're yeah, fucking paying right double. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe triple. Yeah. Yeah. Make it feel normal. Make yeah. it feel normal. Yeah. Oh, just not quick to kiss ass, which is yeah, just, I mean, yeah, seriously. I'd rather that. I'd rather someone you know treat me just regular instead of just kissing my ass all the time because a dollar sign or because I I'm fucking popular at what I do or something like that. That's a great point, Cody. Great point. Yeah. Great point, buddy. Yeah. Well, Philip, holy I mean, shit, man. I mean, although on the flip side, if I show up at a nightclub, I like it when they know my name, and they just go, <laughs> "Oh, hey, how you been?" Right. Yeah, I don't but think that, that nobody will balk at that shit, it's though. Good that's so listening. Notoriety is not bad. The nightclubs that I'm used to go to, I no, I'm well. All right. I'm not talking about like any random. I'm talking about the nightclubs that I've been going to for years and years. Yeah. That. I guess being, I guess that would be more treated like a regular. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, oh the nightclub that I've been going to for 20 no, no, years, no, 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 and, they've, and they've been letting me in without a cover for 20 years. I guess yes, just no. Philip, you're VIP. You're VIP. You're VIP. That, that's what they make me think. No, that's what I want you to think. That, 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 that's what they make me think, so that I drop more bucks at the bar. Uh, yeah. Dude, see this guy That's just m- mentioning by name. He's gonna fucking pay so much money tonight. Don't even worry about okay. it. Well, damn, Philip. Uh, it, this has been a fucking blast. Thank you so much for giving uh, giving us some time to, to uh, you know sit down and talk with you, man, and and to do it in fucking Sobo 151 as it is. Not just talking to you, but the amazing food, the beer, the service. Yeah. Everyone's gotta come here. If you're here. Come to Soba 151 South Denver off Broadway. I'm surprised. I'd be surprised if you haven't already. It's ridiculous. Uh, before we head out, man, you want to send some shout-outs or you know just any just anything before we social head out? media. Uh, if I can do something real quick, uh, my friend wants to say something. My friend Christopher. Oh yeah, bring it yeah. on. All right. Hello. Is this is the microphone on? Hello. Oh my God, everyone! We've got Christopher fucking walking with us tonight. How, so, how did we get this? Anyway, Cody, I see you again. It's been a while. It's been a moment with this COVID shit. Anyway, I just want to say hello. It's been a it's been a good while since I've been able to dance around. But uh, you know, I'm fucking excited for the fucking hockey season. I can't wait for the fucking puck to fucking drop. 
God damn. Do you have any, like, do you, do you need, like, a prescription for uh, that? Or, like, you feel like sick? You seriously? Are you going to fucking mock me? I've got Cody, some cowbell. The fucking, the cowbell shit? I swear to God. Do you, do you fucking know how old I am? And you want to fucking bring up fucking cowbell? God damn. Okay. Good night, okay. Cody. No, Chris Walken. What's your opinion? I'm going to talk to you soon. I just, I just, I just got kicked. I, uh, I just made Christopher Walken walk out on this podcast. Uh, but Christopher Walken's oh, a ping pong. Jesus Christ, Cody. What do you have to bring up the fucking cowbell? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a star fucker, man. I I, I like I like the I like the uh, the. You, you could have brought up the watch. Uh, I'm surprised. Uh, you could have asked him what Jesus. time it is. Oh fuck I'm me. surprised that you didn't get, bring up but the, the cowbell. Wah-wah. Jesus Christ! Do you know how annoyed he is with the cowbell and the fucking dance with the fucking uh, that one band oh, that he did Fat the Boy fucking. Oh, Slim, yeah. yeah. <laughs> His top three things that he gets annoyed about. Jesus Christ! Oh man, I'm, I'm well. I'm a star fucker, man. I like I like the uh, I like the mainstream shit. Fuck you, Cody. <laughs> oh, fuck oh, you. Fuck. Good night, Chris. <laughs> oh, <laughs> see you <later>. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well, you Jesus saw Christ. There you go, guys. Here he is. For an old man, he fucking runs quick. He he danced he danced the right fuck out of here. <laughs> Well, I, mean, right. I can't thank you enough, man. Well, it's been great. Shit, man. Yeah, if you want uh, before we head out, after talking to Christopher hey, Walker, I think I need to shut the fuck up. So, <laughs> do, you, uh, do you got any shout outs or anything you want to send uh, send out uh, to anybody? Well, I already brought her name up, Kim Rosen, for you know making me a hockey fan. If it weren't for her, you know, uh, who knows? Who knows? Well, fuck yeah. Uh, real quick, boys, you got anything? You beautiful sons of bitches. Um, I'm gonna go with you know um, just just the fans in general. Um, the list, the listeners, the fans. I think the abs. I want to give a shout out to. We're local here in Colorado, so I think the, I think abs as family. They'd be great. New season, great players. But also, I want to give a shout out to uh, my work, Sunrun Solar. All powered by Sunrun Solar. And last thing is Christopher Walken. He walked in. He walked the fuck out. Yeah. So um, I, I do have to say, you guys do have. Magical voices for radio. Oh my god. We don't have the faces for TV, so. There you go. Thank Bad. you for cutting in. Jesus Christ. I'm just, I'm just, I'm on a fucking, I'm on a fucking wheel, man. Maybe I should really just shut up. But <laughs> no, just thank you, honestly, Philip, oh, for coming on. Like, it's, this has been, a, I've been I, elated. I thought I was going to be too drunk for this. <laughs> Apparently, I was You're just drunk enough. Drunk. You're not that drunk. You're not that drunk. We were also worried about being too drunk for this. <laughs> no. I'm just um, kidding. Honestly, like... And and who the fuck was driving and and bent the post? That was him. Nice job. You know what? I knew it was going to happen sooner or later, but Jesus Christ, that post has only been up for two months. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. Well, it was Max, dude. Is that all straightened? It's either however you it, want it. It's fine. <laughs> no, do not touch my post. Well, do not why, play with my post. That, do not touch my that's post. That's why I post, you my touch post, your post. Baby. <laughs> Nobody ever touched your post. All right. So uh, for me, thank you, Philip, for uh, fucking coming on and chatting with us. Wait, thank wait. You. Did you just? I called you, you Philip. Thank you, Philip, for fucking. 
You're yes. fucking you said that, buddy. Yes, you said that. He did. If, if, if you rewind it back, he said, thank you for fucking. If you want to edit it up just so you can hear it every single night, man, that's up to you, buddy. Thank you for fucking. Thank you for fucking. For fucking coming on here. Uh, th- <laughs> uh, and thank you to Dog Nation, uh, My Beer Nation. Thank you to our... Uh, oh, shit, Dog Nation. Yes. Yeah. Awesome people. And uh, thank you to our monthly supporters. We're talking Todd Sawatsky, Nicole Vale, Vivi Smith. Um, Lexi Schilling and Brooke McAllister and Kathy Moormeyer. Uh, oh, yeah. Come check out Sobo151. They got a Facebook. You have like a Twitter or whatever? No, what? A twatter? Twitter a twatter? Twitter. A, a no, I, a I'm, I'm too old to tweet. But I'm, I'm too old to tweet and twat. DIA, look up Waze, uh, Sobo151. Uh, but you, you like can Jack check us here. out in the yellow pages. We're under S. <laughs> <laughs> Come down to South Broadway, <laughs> fucking hang out with Philip, get some good Czech food, drink some good beer. Uh, you can always catch us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Stream us now on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Castbox, uh, Breaker, Podbean, Verbal, Pocket Casts, and now on Facebook. So until then, V Horsh. Salute. Uh, v Zen. Not on yellow pages. Nazdravi, ciao. Nazdravi. Let's try the damn thing, see what happens.